This is made possible by Dustin Campbell, O Them Bones, Daily Tech News Show, Andy Beach, Nick Wood, and Craig. December 7th, 2022. Your old pal Justin Robert Young joining you after Run Off Tuesday here in Georgia. Raphael Warnock returning to the Senate a little bit closer than some thought, at least as I am speaking to you right now. It is within a point, but we still have a lot of votes to count in very heavily Warnock areas. So I would expect that spread to be at two or three points by the time it is all done. And so the midterms have officially come to an end. The Democrats do not be impossible, especially if you listen to people on this show, like uh, uh, Evan Scrimshaw, but rather the improbable. They gain a seat in the Senate. Uh, It looks as if the Trump playbook specifically when it came to celebrity candidates like Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz, not quite what they thought. But we will move forward from here. Uh, The majority of this episode is going to be a conversation with myself and Kevin Ryan talking about something that, um, well, to be totally honest with you, we've talked a lot about behind the scenes. But we have not talked about publicly, and that is Kanye West. We are both massive Kanye West fans, and what has happened over the past month has been something that is hard to reconcile. So uh, uh, hopefully you guys will be able to appreciate our honesty and our, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we often don't like to deal with the macro. We like to deal with the micro. We like to deal with the nuance. So uh, you can go ahead and uh, uh, enjoy that here. But the top line that you should know is Raphael Warnock beats Herschel Walker in the Georgia Senate runoff. And now here's Kevin Ryan and myself talking about Kanye. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Good to be here, man. <sighs> I mean, I think we've said this on the show before, but like the the thing that we talk about the most as friends yeah. is Kanye West. For sure. Like it's it's kind of constant and you know, it, it's that and like politics and then whatever, whatever the, the, the kind of the you know, general stuff is. But uh, uh, I, I try because I know that Kanye West in in better times is a controversial figure, uh, uh, especially like trying my audience's patience that I don't 
we try to not talk about it much on the show because we can talk about other stuff that's interesting and people love to have you on the program. But I do feel like, especially now, news is slowed down. There's like, there's really no, there's no reason why we should not be having the Kanye conversation as it's intersected so much with politics. It's intersected with this strain of right-wing politics that, that, Mm uh of uh, you know i feel like had kind of receded in in uh uh reach so where do you want to start cuz i feel like we can we can go Ooh. for we can go for a day and a half talking about it but uh where where, where do we want to begin do we want to recap for folks who who are not plugged in what the hell is happening that would probably be a good place to start yeah let's do that and uh, how far how far do you want to go back what's our starting point <laughs> well, the college <laughs> dropout released in <laughs> um so i would say that all of this really begins <clears throat> with I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna not go back to yay, like the, 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 the whole Dakota mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, let's, let's say that it begins with the fact that he has these massive stadium events. He releases an album that's uh, pretty widely respected, especially considering he had had uh, two that were, you know, kind of scattershot, seem, seemingly kind of rushed. There was questions of whether or not he was trying to get out of a contract. But Donda was a big album. It was an iconic album for him. He was doing gigantic stuff. Uh, you know, there was really unquestioned reports that he was a billionaire. And then a divorce happens and things kind of get weird from there. I, I don't know. I mean, I guess everything has to begin with 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 the with the with the the death con tweet right yeah let's that, that's a good place to start because that's when it really that was probably the first moment when i was like oh man is, is he serious uh like yeah. uh and it was also you could i mean you you can't ever tell with him fully i mean he's going around what's a, in a what yeah mask. what yeah what, what what's what's a bit like what what is he i mean did he mean to like misuse DEFCON? Did he like? Yeah, it's because he plays with words all the time. Uh, apparently, he he was like a little tipsy. Um, yeah, he, I think he said on he said on the drink champs that he definitely screwed up and thought that 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 DEFCON D E F CON, which is the the way that uh, uh, the the United States military <laughs> assesses threats. Uh, that he thought that that was death con. And so he always that- ruins the mystery. Uh, like it's funny. Cause he's going around with a mask on all the time and he's never been more like transparent. Like he's, he, he's, he's trying to use the power of the veil, but he's just like vomiting everywhere. So experienced Kanye watchers will know that he will spaz out and kind of have these social media wars with people. And this got worse as soon as the, the, the divorce happened and he was kind of ejected out of really even prior to the divorce when he was sort of ejected out of the fully controlled Kardashian empire, which like that is, that is something that is very managed. That is very manicured any element of humanity that you see out of that family 
is vetted or at the very least, and I don't even want to make it seem like they are totally managed by their, their mother, but they are all pulling in the same direction. They, they want everybody in the family to be collecting a lot of money for being themselves. When he sort of rebels against that, you had seen these things where he was criticizing the mom and uh, uh, criticizing the mom's boyfriend. And, and so what I've seen since then is kind of just like an escalating pattern of him pointing out people for whom he's got a problem with that are actively harming him. That then snowballed into Adidas is mistreating me. Yeah. And the gap is mistreating me. I want out of And then he went to the juice. He's like, the juice did it. <laughs> just and like get, he, the net keeps getting wider. And we get we get to anti-Semitism. So now that we're here, let's before we go any further, have a conversation about anti-Semitism. Yes. Yeah. Anti-Semitism is for me unique, even in other prejudices, in how unchanged it is from the old world to our modern world. Like racism normally changes. Like if you were to hear somebody say something racist about a white guy, say something racist about black people in like the 1800s, it's different (laughs) than now. If somebody is, 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 you know, I mean, I'm sure that that there are, there are threads, there are similarities and I'm not even saying better or worse for anybody who wants to draw that line. I'm just saying yeah. different. Like if you go back and read old world anti-Semitic, like, like old European, like, like crystal knocked, like, like the, 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 the pogroms <laughs> kind of stuff. This is all the same thing. Like it's, it, it oh, always yeah. kind of becomes the same thing. And, and, and I think that it, that that's part of the reason why it is so present for Jews is that, you also then know all the ugly stuff and you're like, well, the rhetoric hasn't really changed. So is the ugly stuff also right around the corner? Is, 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 are, 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 are the, the awful persecutions of the Jewish communities also around the corner? Yeah. So I, I would, I would say uh, the most egregious part of this for me is that Kanye is like um, using Christianity to, to justify a lot of this. Yeah. And he's got he's got I like Hitler right next to like, uh, you know, talking about the the merits of Christianity. Yeah. Which is to me, it's like I mean, just like uh, logically, politically, but like certainly theologically, that's like terrifying because uh, I think if you. I mean, every time a Jew was murdered in the Holocaust, Christ was crucified again. Like it, it wasn't, there was, uh, and Hitler was directly responsible for it. Yeah. So if you're a Christian, you have to be against the Holocaust. That should be like, like well, obvious, yeah. you know? And, and, and let's, I, I'm glad that we are stating this very plainly. So everybody yeah. knows exactly where we are on these, <laughs> on, on these situations before we tend to get into the nuance of the, the the fever dream uh, of haze maze that is you know <laughs> trying to understand Kanye Omari West now yay uh, uh yeah I, I think that the the evolution or like I said lack thereof of of of, of an evolution of of anti semitism from 
you know, uh, uh, protocols at the elders of Zion to, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving's Instagram links. Like there, there's really not a whole lot different. And it comes back to this idea of comparative pain. Uh, yeah. uh, and, and that's where I think if, if there is a human way to enter into understanding Kanye West, that his entire career, has on some level been about the black struggle for which there are two halves, the pain from which it comes from historic and, and current and the pathway forward. And, and he has always been a pathway forward kind of guy. He, I think he has always blanched at the idea that we should only live in the pain or that, that, that humanity should only understand the pain, that humanity also needs to understand, you know, the, the, the path, uh, you know, where to, where, where to walk from here, how to educate and, and move forward. But boy, boy, when you talk about two communities that got a lot of very present pain that, yeah. you know, uh, the, uh, 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 black, uh, uh, communities and Jewish communities are two of, of certainly the most, the most present. That was that's what's been very tricky from the start. I'm so sorry. I have like two screaming babies in the background. That's fine. Uh, you want to know what the chaos is? It, like I, I, I would have it no other way considering this conversation. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that, that's what was has been tricky from the start with um with this particular uh, Kanye scandal, is that it it opens up something to the public, which is, uh, has been very private, which is not, it's a, it's not a conflict. It's a complicated relationship between the black community and the Jewish community, particularly in the entertainment industry. Yes. Yes. Where, where there's a symbiotic relationship, but it's, I feel like for black entertainers, a lot of times there's like the suspicion of exploitation. It's like, you helped me get here. I, you being, um, you know, Jew, Jewish representation. Yeah. Or, let, let, all right. Let, 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 let's make, let's make this very very clear. Yeah. Jewish. This is this is tricky. There this is, is, is tricky. <laughs> there are many people for whom, uh, you know, and it is a parodyable joke. Like if you yes. go watch the movie Rock Hard, walk, walk walk hard. Uh, yeah. uh, the, the 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 agents for which bring Dewey Cox are our, our hero along, and this is again summarizing every music biopic every music yeah. biopic so instead of just having a coded jewish character for whom shepherd the non-jewish artist throughout their their road of trials the walk hard takes the parody to the next level and and makes them literal hasidic jews with you know <laughs> uh, 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 the, the the entire uh, accoutrement so it's like this is not a secret. There are a lot of people and, and there are historical reasons why Jew, uh, uh, Jewish communities yeah. are in banking and, and entertainment. Yep. That yeah. being said, there is historical context and then there is modern reality. And, and the modern reality is in a lot of entertainment fields. And we just spent the last five years, the last six years talking about exploitation on gender roles in terms yeah. of, of, of entertainment. That is no different when it comes to money. And, and certainly there are plenty of stories for anybody who's been a fan of the music industry to listen to the stories of your favorite artists and find out that, hey, boy, the if they're lucky, only the first contract they sign was hilariously e exploitative 
Uh, and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't every contract that they signed past there. I just saw a clip of um, a Dame Dash, formerly of Rockefeller Records. And uh, I was just thinking Rockefeller. I'm like, there's no Rockefeller without, <laughs> like, you know. Well, and that was a collaboration between Dame Dash, Jay-Z, yeah. and Def Jam. Def Jam at yep. that point run by Lior Cohen. Uh, mm. uh, and Dame Dash, and this is an older interview, but he was talking about how, hey, look, his beef has never been with Jay-Z. The fact that, that Jay-Z stayed with Def Jam, the fact that they gave Rockefeller back to Jay-Z, he never really cared. In fact, he kept uh, stopping the interviewer to be like, stop asking me about Jay-Z. I have no problem with Jay. My problem is with Lior Cohen. And there is a nuanced conversation to be had here. And, and black artists have had it for, for a long time, sometimes even bordering on the idea of why are you making money off our culture without giving yeah. something back. That is, that is a refrain you have heard culture vulture, but becomes a term not only on race, but also on, on, on these kind of lines. And it's often because of who is controlling the money. So when we get to these situations with Kanye, where boy, if there's one thing that I have, have found as somebody who has watched Kanye for a very long time, he is fascinated with platforms and and remember remember the whole the the, the houseway interview about oh uh, yeah like he was classic he was at that time screaming and yelling about how he hadn't had a good experience with nike and he needed somebody else to give him a bunch of money because if given this platform in the same way that he was given the platform with def jam records when he became a music artist that he was given the platform uh, and all these other things that he could make gigantic things. And guess what? He did. He was right. The, 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 the easy brand became iconic for uh, uh, Gap and, and Adidas because they gave him the platforms. But that also means that he's obsessed with gatekeepers and platform owners and the people that he has to partner with them, of which, like, there's a lot of Jewish people. Like and so, if you have a problem with your boss, and uh, for for good reason, to, uh, like yeah. it's because, like uh, Ashkenazi Jews in particular have higher IQs. I mean, it's like there's a there's a reason why Jews are overrepresented overrepresented in different industries because they have higher well, IQs. Well, and, like, and also more Nobel prizes. There, like, there were there were times in the past where. Uh, you know, it was a sin to handle money. So Jewish people became yeah. bankers. It was uh, uh, entertainment became a place where An interest. There, there, was, interest. there was Jewish. Yeah. yeah, there was discrimination. There was anti-Semitism in a lot of different, yeah. different industries. And so Jews wound up finding a foothold in, in a lot of these, uh, a lot of these places. So, uh, I mean, I guess th- like Kanye then starts. Did you, did you watch the Alex Jones? I watched uh, a super cut. Of yeah, the craziest stuff. You watched the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, it was, uh, um, it was wild. It's getting, it's getting <laughs> it was, hard. To, it's getting hard to, 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 to keep track of all these interviews because I watched, yeah, about half the Drink Champs interview that was pulled. He did a whole thing yep. on, on, uh, 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 the shop, the LeBron James's, uh, show on HBO that just was not aired. It's just shelved. We'll probably never see it. Uh, uh the Drink Champs. Gavin McGinnis did one. Did well, you see the Gavin one just came one? out today with Gavin McGinnis. Yeah. He's on Tim Pool's podcast. But again, all right, this is this is another thing. But we might as well get into it now. 
Kanye ran for president in 2020. It was, from my look as a gigantic Kanye fan, a huge failure. Unless he was just trying, oh, yeah. unless he made money on the merch, which was among the most high quality political merch that I've ever, that I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, that's because he normally sells actual clothes and not just random stuff off Teespring. Uh, he, it was a huge failure, a massive failure. It was, it was mm -hmm. a failure, I think, to define himself. It was a, it was a failure to, to run. I think he obviously has this idea that he wants to be in leadership, but at, you know, the Kanye in 2020 that was crying on stage looks like, uh, you know, uh, Dwight Eisenhower in terms of his composure <laughs> compared to the man that we're seeing right That's, now when yeah. he is not only aligned with these elements of fringe right-wing society, some of whom have already been cast out because of their lack of relevance, their lack of yeah. relevance and lack of trustworthiness, uh, uh, even amongst right-wing Oh, everybody. People. Yeah, everybody voted on it and said <laughs> that's that's it. They're like officially banned from society. So let's but, start. Let, let's start there. Like, he, he, he two yeah. two folks in in particular he has aligned himself with. One is Nick Fuentes. The other mm -hmm. is Milo Yiannopoulos, who I often joke is Milo. I can't pronounce his last name. So uh, yeah. uh, where 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 do we and want Owen to start? Benjamin? For he's bringing Owen Benjamin back, which is another. I, I don't understand why he's like resurrecting. I don't know if it's like if he sees. Because he's he's Kanye's has a habit of inversions, so yeah. it's like kind of that contrarian element, but more extreme. So it, it's like that's how he, I think he can justify, uh, like telling the world that he's a Nazi, uh, and I don't I don't know if he believes it in in the same on the same. And and here's the problem with Kanye, he's he yeah. always risks being trapped in a subjectivist nightmare yeah like he get his own terms become like untranslatable to the rest of us well i mean i guess all right uh, uh, let, let's let's actually let, let's get back to that in a second because i think that that's, that's <laughs> probably where we kind of want to end is exactly where what, what is kanye doing and what does he mean which is an unanswerable question but yes uh, yeah let, let, let's for folks who do not know the names that i just mentioned Nick oh yeah, yeah, Milo Yiannopoulos and Owen Benjamin. Who who are they in in the world of uh, of internet media, conservative media, however mm -hmm. you want to define? It. So uh, Milo was was useful for a while uh, in like 2016 in the right, in the political right, when there was this sort of new um, retaliation against the PC culture on campuses. So he was going around with. A lot of figures who are very, you know, legitimate, some of them not. Like he was doing, uh, going to campuses with Christina Hoff Summers and guys like, you know, Steven Crowder. Um, and he sort of, um, I forget what, what got him finally canceled, but I think it was, he endorsed pedophilia essentially. Um, well, so, so, all right, uh, let's, let's, let's also uh, uh, walk it back for folks who do not, who have no idea who this guy is. Yeah. Marley yeah. Annopolis is a gay man from Britain who yeah. uh, was very a, sassy. a very, very well 
old-fashioned cudgel for the new right that was, as you said, re- rejecting the idea of identitarianism because he, he was, was at Breitbart, fire- Breitbart's tech editor. And, and Breitbart, yeah. He, he also came to rise during Gamergate, and mm-hmm. uh, he, he is a magnet for controversy. Yeah. Uh, there's a question of exactly how much he actually writes. Uh, uh, that that yeah. there was there was a there was a lot of allegations that he just had this harem of of uh, <laughs> uh, interns that would write everything that that uh, had his byline under it. But there was no doubt that he was a compelling polemicist, especially, uh, and I think probably most mainstreamed in the idea that well, I'm gay. I talk about my black fiance and how much I love his black penis. Uh, so it it satisfies this idea of uh, he was untouchable. Uh, right, so you're 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 from you're from the left. I'm I'm more identitarian uh, protected than you are. Yeah, uh, and I am for these very conservative ideas. I'm I'm and I think like what you said, the height of his career was when he could say, "Well, I'm just here to to go to Berkeley and talk to people." And why is there a riot? It doesn't that show illness on the left, which was really his kind of bread and butter. What brought him down was a interview he had done where he mentioned that. I believe it was a a priest, a a sexual. Yeah, a a sexual encounter he had with a priest that made him realize he was gay and that he was thankful that he had that. that that reaction uh that he had a book deal i mean at that point man he was going on on bill maher show he, yeah. he was very much a i think a, a an ascendant right-wing figure and everything kind of collapsed he lost his book deal he lost his relationship with the mercer family that had backed breitbart and he has kind of been in the wilderness ever since like uh, he allegedly tried to kind of catch on as a as a furry uh, he <laughs> has since renounced his gayness and said that his, oh, yeah. his husband is now a housemate. He sells <laughs> tchotchkes on a website called Church Militant. Uh, uh, so he is just now a very devout Catholic man that sells Virgin Mary pencil holders or something <laughs> like. But but he was out like he was like he was just totally gone uh, uh, let's leave him there for now. Nick Fuentes. How would you describe Nick Fuentes? Uh, I think it's it's pretty accurate to describe him as a Holocaust denier and somebody who has a, a serious beef with Jews. Uh, he's he's kind of a young, uh, fiery, antagonistic. Um, I, like I I first saw him on Twitter and kind of the same thing as Milo, where his purpose was to antagonize the people who were like everybody kind of agreed were too easily agitated yes, and who, who were like in power, but also talking about how the people in power are terrible and how, you know, so uh, he's, he says he's Catholic uh, and he, I think he's behind it. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm getting off track here, but no, no, I, please I, go ahead. I, he, uh, I remember an, uh, a situation where he was like harassing Ben Shapiro at uh, yeah. what's the what's the conference in CPAC? CPAC. He yeah. was like heckling Shapiro, uh, and even like people on the left are like, 
you know, effectively brought Shapiro in and like, man, that guy's crazy, isn't he, Ben Shapiro? Like, uh, that's how far outside of the the uh, the, the like political spectrum he is, I think. The way that I would categorize it for folks who have no idea what the hell we're talking about. And if you don't, God bless you. But, uh, oh yeah. Big uh, time. Imagine sports commentary, right? There's boring sports commentary. I think that LeBron James is good at basketball. Then there's kind of spicy sports commentary. If LeBron James loses a game, LeBron James should be ashamed about his performance. Then there's kind of where I think the elite sports commentators live, which is like just one degree above spicy to the point where it just might be unreasonable, but it's just reasonable enough that you're that you're interested. The Lakers should think about trading LeBron James because of his performance. Right. That's that's where the elite commentators live, just kind of outside the norm enough to be exciting, but not anything that is that is crazy. Then there's so outside the norm. LeBron James was bad at that game because he molests his kids. <laughs> and that's where Nick Fuentes lives. Nick Fuentes <laughs> lives in, in the just totally beyond the pale. I am, I am a capital T, the guy that says the thing over and over and over again. He does not care. He is constantly looking for reaction. But his yeah. commentary style is very basic. He just sits on on I believe in a in a basement with a green screen and says the thing and 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 markets himself to edge lords, some of which I'm yeah. sure are true racist. Others I think are 13 and are mad at their dad and and want <laughs> to uh, uh, find somebody that would annoy everybody around them. And but but even then, Nick Fuentes was somebody that had kind of shrunk to to a to a corn cob and he was just sort of on yeah. on, on the side of the road. Even, you know, in our in our modern world where it's like, hey, out of sight, out of mind. Both these guys were gone until for whatever reason uh, it was uh, Kanye who found them. Yeah, that's, that's what I don't understand. Um, and it, it's also worth, worth mentioning, uh, like, uh, I remember uh, Bridget Fetisey told me one time that, like, uh, she she got into, like, an argument with Fuentes or he he was like, uh, saying something to her on Twitter, and yeah. it was followed by like an army of incels that were just attacking her. So oh, yeah. and I, that's the I other, that's the other thing that we do need to mention. Uh, uh, Nick Fuentes is a self-described incel, meaning uh, involuntary celibate. It is its own culture. It goes beyond whether or not they can get a girlfriend. <laughs> it, it 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 becomes this whole other level of. We're societal rot and and yeah that that is that is like a whole a whole other conversation but uh one of Fuentes's more more famous rants is uh uh, him saying that when he in an interview said that he had never slept with a woman on Twitter a bunch of gay guys were saying well I've been with more women than Nick Fuentes, LOL, to which Fuentes, again, being the guy who says the thing, comes up with the galaxy brain point. Well, then that means that the most heterosexual thing you can do is not sleep with women. If the gay guys are bragging, that means sleeping with women is gay, which 
<laughs> if, you, if, you, if your brain is bending uh, like Stretch Armstrong around that point, then yes, that's the that's what he wants. Is, is he wants? I you think to that's think- what Kanye enjoys too—that th- ability, to, and it's illogical. Sometimes it's useful though, like just being able to invert things, like the yeah. Kanye's inversion. But I, I would say most of the time, it's really not not the case. If it, it, it like turns into like the uh philosophical sloganry of like you know well you know the eggs are uh cooking but sometimes the cooking is the eggs it's like yes. no that doesn't make any sense <laughs> like you can't just like reverse the order of things and it, it, it is profound. interesting and let, let's get back to kanye for a second there is a thread with kanye of kind of like old world madmen style a man can, if not prove his worth, can prove his self-confidence by the women for whom he has slept with. Like, even now, on, on, on like, the Alex Jones stuff, he still derides other, his enemies by saying, they ain't never had a supermodel. Like, <laughs> like they ain't had one supermodel. I've, I've had, you know, like, my, my wife was Marilyn Monroe. Like, she is yeah. a beauty icon for, 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 for an entire generation. Like that's that's who I am. Uh, I am doing. He has these sexual politics that have been a part of his work forever, uh, and and yet here he is defined with. And please, parents, if you're listening with your children, although Jesus, what an episode to listen with your children. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, skip ahead thirty seconds to no pussy getting bloggers for OBS, <laughs> like derided as the worst people in the world before. These guys, a gay dude and an incel, literally, literally. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, but it's it's mind blowing. It's and that's what's so fat, and that that's why how we get to where we are here, uh, to this discussion, and that's why it's like that's why, you know, we were talking. And you're like, all right, we gotta have we gotta have a, a Kanye show, is yeah. that he, Kanye has like officially barged his way into the the political landscape, yeah, and the political landscape is not really well suited to his approach but his way of viewing the world is well society i'm not fitting in with society right now so instead of changing the way i act i should change society yes yeah (laughs) and and that's i think the the most contradictions the the contradictory elements don't are are like cohesive to him a lot of times the 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 only thing for which makes sense to me, and let me also say this, I mean, uh, if it's not clear, like Kanye West is, is my Bruce Springsteen. He's, he's, yeah. he's my prince. Like he's just an artist for which man came out with college dropout while I was thinking about dropping out of college. Like the things for <laughs> yeah. which he was talking about oh, and yeah. has consistently talked about for my entire life, my entire adult life yeah. were things for which, I identified with like, like his journey is, is, is very interesting to me. It's very compelling to me. And the one thing that I can say for him as an artist that defines him apart from Madonna, Prince, uh, whoever you might want to name as, as iconic music forces. And I, I take nothing away from them is that his reality was very human. He wanted Mm -hmm. to be this elevated person that was constantly screwing up. That was constantly, uh, making mistakes that was constantly doubling down on them. 
So you saw yourself in both his best and his worst. You saw him, you saw yourself in the fact that he would take up a, a track on his debut album to sing about his mom. And then you'd also, uh, uh, you know, identify with him when you would want the waiter to hurry up with your damn croissants. Like, like these are, these are <laughs> bad behavior, good behavior, but that was part of why he was, it is to, to this day as interesting as he is, uh, uh, what, you know, uh, he has also always done is not been afraid to push the lines. I didn't think we would ever see push the lines on Holocaust yeah. denial. No, that's that's and that uh, that's where it's like, oh, man, this is this is too far. Um, but w- with regard to, to what you're just saying, I think in many ways, Kanye expresses a crisis of authenticity. Yeah, it's like. Like the 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 search for an ethics of authenticity. So it's like on on one hand, the pursuit of authenticity is like leads to narcissism. Uh, on the like the idea that myself is the most important aspect yes. of the world, and then on the other side, it's nihilism. Like and this sort of the the like left leaning intellectual postmodern approach to things um and what what we should be doing is trying to like go down the sort of like ethical um middle path towards authenticity like it's good to be authentic like uh, it's good to to like find fulfillment but like in america especially there is this sort of spectacle attached to everything we do yeah so we think that like when we're when we're um that it's it's like a a a requirement that we're authentic and this results in like a sameness like we become the same in our our like relentless pursuit of uniqueness and authenticity we become inauthentic so when we when we see someone like Kanye and he he embodies all of that there's a there's a moral part of him there's an, it, it, he's ethical but he's just unimaginably narcissistic but yeah. he's also broken like he's also um he's somehow uh too too famous too big bigger than all of us and then never famous never big enough at the same time and that's what defines him as an artist that's yeah. that's why that's why he is i would say right now you know, if you were to rank, let's 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 take out the last you know three months, uh, and yeah, because uh, because we were theoretically building up to another gigantic album release. Part of apparently what set him off was that he had three days booked at SoFi Stadium, and the the beginning of all this oh. crazy stuff uh, led to that getting pulled. Oh, and I didn't know that. So he was uh, uh, leading into doing what he had done last year or this year, 2020, where he had gone, you know, he played what twice at the Mercedes Benz dome in Atlanta, Georgia. He played once in a soldier field in Chicago. He played another date in Miami uh, uh, where the, the concept, I mean, even just the idea of what he was doing, which were like listening parties for unfinished albums. Yeah. That you didn't know whether or not those were the only times you would hear these songs. Cause he would change 
the songs in between the listening parties, it, it was, you know, even then this revolutionary kind of idea. He had these big, grandiose visual concepts. In one of them, he ascended to heaven at, at yeah. the end uh, through the the uh, roof of, of the Mercedes-Benz dome. He lit a house on fire during during one of them. Uh, uh, you know, there, there was just these big, big, big ideas. And Events. it seemed like he was about to get into that again with another album that he had allegedly been working, has allegedly been working on for a while. And then it is the denial of that, the, the falling apart of his relationship with, with Adidas and, and Gap that leads him to start, you know, this, this uh, uh, Jewish stuff, which the one thing I will say is that oftentimes anti-Semites, when, when, when you go the like protocols of the elders of Zion stuff, it's like, oh, well, there's the Jews, capital T, capital J, Jews, and they live in the core of the earth and they control the world's banks and <laughs> stuff like that, right? But they are amorphous. They are, they are somebody generally, maybe every once in a while, you get like, oh, well, it's the Rothschild family or something like that. Like, but a, no one knows like Doug. It's Doug and yeah. Gary. Doug and yeah. Gary control the banks. The one thing that yeah. you could say about uh, uh, Kanye's anti-Semitism is that, like, he knows it's like six Jews, like, and he knows yeah. all of their names, and he is very, very mad at these six people. He is, he is mad at like Ari Emanuel, uh, 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 four other people at CAA, uh, probably Kim's agent, and uh, uh, you know uh, the guy he used to talk to at J.P. Morgan. Like, like that's, yeah. that's who he's, he's angry at. That's he's angry. That's at the him. Jews for him. Yeah. That's when, yes. And so he, and wants he generalizes to say, it. Yeah. He wants to say the meanest things that he yeah. can say that will upset these six people that I, I'm, I'm taking, I, I'm extrapolating that. I, I do think that when he, nobody ever stops him and says, wait, who exactly are you talking about? Because he'll still sprinkle them in every once in a while in his rants is like, he'll, He'll he'll taunt Ari Emanuel. He'll yeah, say constantly. Yeah, he'll say, what, what do you think about that, Ari? Like, what do you think about that? Like he's he's upset with several people. Now, whether or not they did anything to upset him, we don't know. Because we don't know what happens behind the scenes. No, and with Kanye, you, you don't know. Because you you have these moments of like redemption where you're like, oh, oh man, yeah, I guess he was right. Uh and then other times it's like, like now I feel and and like you were saying earlier, but like I walked into my wedding to ultralight beam, you know, Kanye is like a, I remember listening to college dropout and it was just, I can remember where I was the moment I heard it for the first time. Like it's, this is, um, and a struggle that I don't, that I personally, it's a strange conflict. Like culturally it's, it's even trickier. Because he is, he is like such an important, he plays such an important role in society, like beyond the antagonistic element, like his, his art is just brilliant. I mean, his, like his impact, even the people who are like, nah, I don't, I'm not into his music. Like, well, you, you are, do you enjoy music? Like, do you enjoy any music that's come out in the last 20 years? Because he's had an impact on it. Even if it's I mean, like Mumford I, I, and Sons. I mean, you know, the most interesting Jay-Z album that could come out right now is a Watch the Thrones album with Kanye. 
Beyonce Beyonce just put out an album that while good, I really like the new Beyonce album. It wasn't exactly a world killer, right? It didn't define, it didn't define culture. Uh, uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I I would say, I mean, like right now, if you're going to rank the biggest artists, it's like, you know, uh, uh, Drake and, and, and Taylor Swift and everything. And another dud of an album Drake's, and all of them are like you were saying about the commentator. They're the all these albums are like sit in the safe commentary. It's like yes. oh, that's so boring. Well, <laughs> yeah, Drake's Drake's biggest thing on his last album was making fun of Megan the Stallion, who his friend <laughs> shot. So it's like it's like that's Drake's Drake trying to be edgy is like ha ha ha, my friend shot you in the foot, like. Uh, <laughs> To a woman, somebody to- needs to take away reggaeton from him, man. Whoever's making it the reggaeton beats for Drake. Sorry, this is a whole other. Thing. I like, I like, <laughs> I liked her loss. I actually liked her loss. I, I, I was, yeah. I was, I, I, I liked it. I, I flew both my Canadian and British flags for Twenty One Savage and uh, 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 Drake for for their Dude, collaboration album. Yeah, that track for sure, or that that album for sure, man. Yeah, but no, but the one before that, geez, it was like like lo- lo-fi uh, uh, beats to a uh, uh, brunch to. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I, I, that's that's not my favorite drink. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think artistically, there is no bigger celebrity because the other celebrities no. for which you could compare him to manage their manage their their world very very much, you know. I mean, all right, let me ask you this. Where are we at on the idea that Kanye being a conspiracy theorist is nothing new? It's just the fact that he is espousing far less popular conspiracy theories. Because before, I mean, this is a man on Heard Him Say, his lead single after he hits, right? So everybody knows if you're going to be a major artist, when you have your big first album, you can't flop. You can't sophomore slump, right? That's that that is what defines that that separates the wheat from the chaff. His first single, heard him say, with the, the, uh, the Maroon Five singer on the hook. So he is designing this for pop radio. Has the line, "I know the government administered AIDS." <laughs> yeah, like that's, he sang that at the NFL opening that year, and he didn't censor the line. He just said, I know the government administered AIDS. Like that is, that is a, that is a thing for which has been baked in. Uh, uh, and, and like that was a part for which was very successful for him. And, you know. So I, I, I really like that. Like, um, I feel, I, I think it's really important to like provide resistance to any sort of power yeah, a, and any sort of like, any, and, and Chappelle is really good at it. Chappelle's much better. Chappelle is like, oh yes, he, he walks the line. He like he's antagonistic, but he he stays. He knows how to pull back before he gets hit in the face. And Kanye doesn't know how to do that. He no. just leans but, but that, in. But that's when not he's the like, point of Kanye. Like for like, sure, uh, D- D- Dave Chappelle is a is a is a a, a surgeon's scalpel. Like he. Yeah. very specifically, very deliberately kind of goes over these lines. He means everything that he says and he is designing them for, for laughs. I saw Chappelle once speaking of the idea of comparative pain. This is way back in the day. This is when I was in college and he was doing a thing that he wound up doing on one of his 
Netflix specials talking about the comparative pain between the black and Jewish people. And he says in the version I saw that he always gets caught up when it comes to the Holocaust because he can't think of anything that black people (laughs) that have suffered worse than the Holocaust. But the one thing that always gives him hope is that he hopes one day he can find Hitler's quotes about Jesse Owens at the Olympics. Because in his mind, you knew there weren't any just pictures of them chilling, like any like gave like 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 a peace sign, like you just give you the visual of Jesse Owens and Hitler posing together. Uh, in in the Netflix version, he said, you know, his Jewish friend similarly won, but it's always like, well, don't forget about the Pharaoh, and and he's like, like Egypt, oh, I, I, we're going back to Egypt. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know. Uh... I didn't know there was more. I mean, with Chappelle, there's always more of the joke. Like he, he just, yeah. he works through those ideas so much. Like in, um, man, in one of, in the Alex Jones, did you see that he went after Chappelle? No, I didn't. I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I, 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 I'm surprised it didn't leak out on social media. But what did he say about Chappelle? Oh, he just, he, uh, he called him a hack. And here's, here's what, um, here's where he really messed up. He said that uh, Chappelle steals jokes from Owen Benjamin. Uh, oh, really? Owen Benjamin, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, and then he read Owen Benjamin was like texting him at the time, and he texted some some jokes, and they were not funny. Yeah. <laughs> they were like just very. It was just like uh, it sounded like the rantings of an anti semite in in couplet form. Yeah. Uh, uh, so. But that that's crazy. It's like, that's well, nuts. and and that's I I think if if there's one thing beyond the virulent anti-Semitism that is the most disappointing about this entire process <laughs> is that I low key to bring it back to politics for a second think that Kanye could be a far more effective political figure on the religious right on the evangelical right. You know, there was a path for which I thought he was walking at a certain point where he ran, he did that Joe Rogan interview where he talked about building a, a stadium sized venue for Sunday service and uh, designing uh, 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 hymns that could almost be like soccer chant uh, uh, a bull. Like, so you would feel in this kind of cacophonous, stadium that kind of reverberation and spirituality and everything uh and there was a line you know and you were there when he was when he, when, when he went to Osteen's church mm-hmm. there was there was a line for which i could have seen him say like this is my path i'm going to be a i am a, 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 a billy graham might, might might not have never been able to win the presidency but yeah. everybody who wanted to be president had to come through billy graham he could he could be that political force. He could have that that there, and and it's because when he went and did his one big uh, uh, speech in South Carolina, uh, he did his one big uh, political event, and he gets up on stage and talks about when Kim Kardashian first called him and said that she was pregnant, and he said abort it. And then he started crying, saying, I almost killed my child. Like, that is for a millennial to Gen Z audience, the most compelling pro-life 
statement that I had seen. I I mean, normally pro-life stuff is preaching to the choir, literally. Like you are talking to religious people that already agree with you. Like the fact that a major celebrity was revealing a very, very, very private moment for which he was having very human emotions and then was was reacting in the way that he reacted, I found to be extraordinarily compelling. And instead of following that, he is following this disgusting uh, uh, retreads of people that I don't think are particularly talented. And get spoiler alert no. for, for, for all of these guys that he's aligned himself with. They're going to rip him so much oh, yeah. harder when all this is done than they oh, will have they ever do. helped him. That, that, no, is, that is their MO yeah. forever. All of they're, these they're guys. bridge burners. Yeah. They, yeah. they enjoy burning the bridges They're, yeah. uh, I mean, they're all, they're just odious people really like they're, they're outcasts. And uh, I mean, they're more than outcasts. They're like true deplorables. Uh, and, and, and that's, and it's the reason why I don't talk about them on the show. I, like, I, I hate know, talking I know about them on the show because I agree. I, 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 it is, it is just, it, it's yeah. not, it's not productive. They're not no. viable. They don't really have anything uh, to, to connect to. And so that's why it is It is a, a, one of the many things, many of the many layers of why this is as ugly as it is, is like, God, them, them, this line of dialogue, you're going to, you're going to fall for the okie doke over and over and over again. And I get it <laughs> that it is, it is Kanye saying, say whatever you want about me. I'll repeat whatever you want to say about me. I, th- th- this is, this is about my message. The message should be the the thing. Well, guess what, man, you're, you're, you're not, you're not getting your message out. And, and I no. do think for, for folks who have, you know, followed him for, for a long time, I do think that like, there is a political message he could shine up, but boy, howdy, is he far away from it right now? In my opinion. Oh, I, no, I totally agree. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's this is tricky because you know I, I've talked about my dislike of activists before, but it's uh, I also include like people who are pushy with their religion in yeah uh, activism. So it's like, um, but at the same time, there's like the, like Carl Schmidt said, like the political is theological and the, the theological is political. Like that, you can't you can't remove those things. Like an exception is is just a political version of a miracle. Um, I, I think uh, Kanye's biggest flaws right now are his biggest political flaws are inherently theological uh, for that for that same reason, but also beyond. And the the biggest example of that is like his misuse of the idea of love as a justification for all of this. Uh, that's how he justified, and this is like the entanglement of his logic. It's really, really bad logic. It's very Kanye logic, but he starts with the idea that, you know, you should love everybody, which is, you know, that's complicated, but it's, uh, he follows with, uh, oh, therefore I should love the most disgusting person who's existed, um, in modern history, which who's Hitler, uh, Kanye's problem recently is that he uses the word especially before the word Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but it's also like a misinterpretation of what the purpose of, of love within the system he's using actually is like, it's not, uh, love isn't peace. It, it can be a sword as well. It's, it can be yeah. division. 
it, it can be, uh, I mean, the, the idea that limitations make for happiness doesn't seem to apply to Kanye. Like the, the, the boundaries are just completely removed and he's using, he, he, he's, he considers himself a Nazi because he loves and he loves because he hates Jews. And <laughs> like, yeah, it's just this constant back and forth. Whereas I, I'm like, it's constantly a struggle with Kanye. It's always a struggle to dig down far enough and discover what, what tiny chaos is motivating the, the enormous storm. And in this situation, I, I think you're exactly right that it's personal slights from his, it's like a business um, conflict that he has that's exploding to like this grandiose anti-Semitism. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, is that, is that excusable? It, it well, I mean, look, uh, I, 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 is that even I, the right question? At, at, at this point, the only thing I hope is that at the very least, the, the streamers don't pull his music so his kids can still have royalties. Like, like, you yeah, know, that's, 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 that's the biggest thing. I mean, like, I'm not even thinking comeback, I'm not even thinking rehabilitation, I'm not even thinking yeah. anything at, at this point. I'm just like, Kanye, I just hope that your kids are able to. To live because I think of, that's off, it. Off, I off mean, of your music, he's done, right? I mean, like, unless he releases the greatest album ever made, no, he no, he's gonna have to go away. He's gonna have to go away for yeah. a while, and 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 uh, uh, I do think that there will be an element of the falling out he has with this, you know, chucklehead crew that he's yeah. with now that will that will draw a fiery line between then and now. I. I mean, and let's, I mean, we, we've talked about the message the entire time, so I'm, uh, hopefully we will get to head off any criticism we would get for this, but how, how much do you pay attention to the idea that, like, you know, he has said he's bipolar in the past. He, he says now he was misdiagnosed as, as bipolar. He has been 5150'd in the past in, in California where he was involuntarily hospitalized. Um, how much do you attribute what is happening to mental illness? Yeah, I think, I mean, I know, I know people with bipolar one and they, they don't say that they love Hitler. Uh, at least I, I've never heard them. I've never heard them say that, but I, you're, you're right. I, there is like an element of severe mania and yes. there we have seen like when he did the Letterman interview on Netflix, he was he was on his meds. He talked about being on his his meds, and he um he was like kind of he was more subdued and coherent. Um, but I think there there is like an in, inherent incoherence to Kanye West. Yes, um, which makes it difficult to parse out where the mental mental illness is, and by his own, you know. His refashioning of uh, Aristotle's idea of like name one Jesus, name one genius that ain't crazy. Yeah. Um, I think recently, I think recently the issue, and this is where this is where it gets even trickier. He's it's like the piece that we that we wrote um, for Substack. He yeah. has gone beyond considering himself a genius, and now he sees himself as a prophet. So that's when you, you it becomes like, well, it's anyone's guess whether or not he's insane at this point, yeah. whether he's like completely gone, completely lost it. 
because they're do- it's like I don't know if it's psychosis or or what it seems like a um a bipolar episode a severe bipolar episode but it's it's going on for a while like it's uh i i don't know and, and the, the interview that he did with Gavin McGinnis it was did you did you watch that i know you just posted it uh, yes. to me in the in the chat today yes yeah it was um it was it was good i mean i've got Gavin McGinnis, I I don't I don't know if I you've read the I, I profiled Gavin McGinnis. I uh I sat down with him at the height of the um Proud Boys stuff when he was yeah. in, when he was still in New York. We sat down at a bar for like four or five hours. And um because I grew up reading Vice. Uh yeah. and uh man, he he he's an interesting guy. But he he handled Kanye very well. Um and I say handled for, I mean that. Well, I, I think I think if we're going to look him. at guy guy who says the thing, yeah, Gavin McGinnis is closer to Stephen A. Smith than the the, <laughs> the equivalent uh, of of Nick Fuentes, right? He he yes. very much has understood being the guy that says the thing. He very much enjoys being that guy. He likes being in the center of attention. He wants to code himself as that, but I don't think he feels like he needs to live off it. I, I think it's something that, that he, he, he likes to kick the electric fence uh, uh, every, every, every once in a while. Um, he loves it. Yeah. He, he told me something too about vice that made sense and it's missing from vice since he left, but he said like, he, he always approached something through the inversion of the brows. So like if he was writing a story, a, a story about something lowbrow, he, he took a low, a highbrow, a highbrow approach. approach to it, and then the other way around, which I always, I love that. I think that's like fascinating, um, and that's very American too, um, especially for a Canadian. Um, yeah. I don't know how we, <laughs> we're just like tangent kings, dude. Well, I know. I mean, look, we're, we're talking <laughs> about Kanye it. West having a meltdown, so. Uh, uh, I think it is it is well well suited that we we just uh, sort of ping pong around everywhere. Yeah, I, I think I think we've kind of gotten to the end of it. I it is obviously I do uh, too. Disappointing. Sadly, yeah, you know, uh, you you texted me that uh, in your in your day job you were asked about you know what 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 to say about this uh, this incident, and, and your response was you know Elvis is dead. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And I I think that there is there is a part of that and if that is the case then I think the world is poorer for it. I think music is poorer yeah. for it. I think politics Agreed. is poorer for it. Uh you know in in I forget I've been trying to remember who said this but it was either Chappelle or or Martin Lawrence I think it might have been during Martin Lawrence's comeback special after he had a big psychotic episode, but he was like talking about like, isn't it weird that there only gets to be one big black celebrity at a time. <laughs> and then that black celebrity very often just kind of goes crazy. <laughs> uh, and I don't know whether or not, you know, there's, there's something to it. He had a whole routine about her. Maybe I'm, I'm complaining it with Dave Chappelle and his Oprah special, but um I I just think 
it is fame's a, a, a bizarre thing. Um, obviously, hate, anti-Semitism is among our our oldest social contagions. Uh, it is yeah. a terrifying one. I don't I don't blame any Jewish person for hearing one whiff of any of that from from Kanye and being one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I, I know how present that is. And and again, let me reiterate how it started, which is like when anti-Semitism hasn't changed at all, but it hasn't really evolved. <laughs> it's still, uh, you know, this, the, these, these same kind of tropes. Then like, I, I can, I can, I can understand why it's present. Uh, it's a scapegoat. It's always been a scapegoat mechanism. Yes. So like as yeah. a society, the need for a uh, sacrifice and um, the, the need for, as a way to alleviate some sort of pressure, you, you use the phrase social contagion. Yeah. Like um, there's, there's a virus in society. We have to like ch- uh, clean society. The way to do it is to sacrifice somebody. Yeah. Hey, let's get the Jews again. Like there that's, we go. that's typically the, the, uh, the structure of how it's gone throughout. Well, it, Cause it, it's, it's, it's an other it is, it yes. is, you know, and, yep. and especially in Europe, there were, you know, uh, 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 ethnic community lines on stuff like that and, and social lines. So, oh, boy, um, man, it's tricky, man. Really... It's it's getting harder to navigate the minefield of like Kanye fandom. It's tricky, man. It's I don't it's like for the first time, like my. My head around Twitter was always like me interviewing Kanye, Kanye. picture me. And I took it down, man. And that was like a moment for me that it was very sad. Um, Cause it was, for me, that wasn't about like, Hey man, look, I've talked to this famous person. It, it was like, Hey, you know, I, I have had this opportunity to, to, to like tap into the culture right in front of me. The culture that's yeah. like influence, influencing every moment of our lives. And it was like he had just, he just, he, he's imploded. I feel like it's heartbreaking. That's the, that's the word I would use for all of this. It's heartbreaking on, on every level. Yeah. I can't disagree with you. And uh, uh, hopefully this has been uh, illuminating to, to, to folks. Um, you know, uh, uh, certainly there's there's no 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 shortage of commentary around uh, Mr. West. So uh, uh, hopefully at least what we were able to bring was something something unique, uh, because I know for 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 the both of us, it is it is a uh, it is it is just a it, to to watch somebody for whom you've admired as an artist. Uh, uh, somebody that that has been so unique in his craft to you know really be down bad on yeah. on the level that he is right now and and to be either so consumed to be so consumed with hate because no matter yeah. what whether or not you you believe that Kanye believes that that you know the holocaust you know has has been exaggerated or that Hitler was a, a great guy or he just really wants to say things that he knows is going to piss off people that that hurt him there's no argument that he is being animated by hate he is being very much animated by that uh be it yeah. a deep seated thing that was with him the entire time or something that has come up because he now has you know these these beefs he believes that these people have 
either damaged or ruined his life. Uh, and by by these people, I very specifically <laughs> mean Ari Emanuel, the the three dudes at J.P. Morgan and Kim Kardashian. The three people. The three, yeah. Like the six. There's like, I, yeah. if, I, if 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 any, the next person, and at this point it might be us, considering he's doing interviews with anybody. Uh, uh, but like, uh, the next person to talk about him would say like, all right, Kanye, when you say the juice, like yeah, I, I got a feeling that you mean like six people. Can you just name the six people? Like, like just the people that you're really mad at right now. Uh, but, but it is, it is an animation of, of hate. And that's, man, that's this was a tough because, one because they're again, to go back to that, that initial thing with him from the first stuff that he did, you were never far away from the struggle, but you were never far away from looking at the path forward. And, yeah. and that's that's really what has always defined him. And it doesn't feel like there's a lot of path forward right now. No. Either in his messaging or in his demeanor that he has allowed mental illness, these grievances, uh, a deep-seated hatred for the Jewish people, whatever, whatever you want to put into that goulash that is driving right now and and uh again at this point i just hope his kids are still able to get royalties yeah i agree i agree man i i think this is like the most difficult uh discussion you and i've had on here a hundred percent this was well, tricky you don't you you don't you don't want to in any way come off as disrespectful yeah to uh you know, uh, 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 the Jewish people to the idea of pain. I mean, that's yeah. part of what, what Kanye uh, did. I mean, you know, Kanye came out of an era of rap that was very much eloquent about black pain. There were, you know, public enemy in, in, in the eighties was very militant about black pain and when you get into a lot of the Southern rap and a lot of the kind of, you know, quote unquote, sort of, you know, back then we would call it woke rap, right? But it was, it was a far different definition than it is now. Uh, but this idea of, okay, eyes are open. We draw strength from each other. This is goody mob. This is common. This is Talib yeah. uh, 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 Kweli and most deaf. Like th these artists were very, you know, uh, present in, the 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 pain without it necessarily being anger anger was there and uh, it, it you know it was was a, a, an amazing era for 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 that kind of music kanye came out of that and i think transcended it in, in in so many ways because he was also like wait no why don't i get to be prince why don't i get to what why do i have to stay being the guy who talks about black pain i don't want to be that i want to be the next level. I want to go to, to, to the top of Mount Olympus. He did. And now, you know, just when they like you, make them unlike you. Another, another great Kanye quote. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that, that attitude is like, I don't, I don't like that when anybody does it in uh, politically, like uh, when they get to that point of just, and like antagonism for the sake of antagonism or like, that binary thinking of like, well, whoever I'm against is my enemy. And then they like knock out all their enemies and their enemy becomes some, somebody that should not be an enemy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think that there is, there's always going to be a line of protecting the franchise. 
And, yeah. and I think where where Kanye has gotten to the point, and maybe he found he thought it was irredeemable three weeks ago. And this is him just saying, no, we're going to follow the spiral all the way down. I'm going to do all the things that you think I should not do. I'm going to say all the things that you think I should not say. And we'll see what's left when, when I absolutely get to the bottom. Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe it is just more of a classic self-destructive downward spiral where he, he feels like he had got to the top of the mountain and now he wants to ride it all the way down. Who knows? God, man, we shall see. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, uh, Kevin, <laughs> uh, thank you for having this depressing conversation with me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, again, ho- it was good. People it, liked it. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah, it good. we. It's good to work. You and I are so good about like, look, man, let's work through this together. You know, it's like we're we're just we got to work. You and I are so good about working through things. Yeah. And this is one of those things, especially for both of us. Kanye was our original connection. Yep. Like that's no, when you, you came, and I you came first on the connected. show because you did because you covered him with with Osteen. That was the yeah. first time that you were on the show. So that is uh, that is what it is. Kevin Ryan, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. Good to be here, brother. And that'll wrap it up for us today. Politics, politics, politics brought to you as always by everybody who goes to TakePoliticsSeriously.com supports us if you want that bonus episode on Monday. That bonus episode on Thursday. You sign up at the $3 level at the uh, Titanic $10 tier. You get your name read at the end of the podcast, but uh, on this episode, I'll tell you what, my voice is absolutely shredded from doing the live stream at px3live.com on Twitch. Thank you to everybody who showed up. It was an absolute blast and uh, thank you to the entire crew that did it. I will make it up to the $10 tier on the next episode of the program. Uh, On the next episode of the program, we will be joined by Stephen Gutowski of The Reload talking about the state of gun laws in America. But Until then, this is your old pal, Justin Robert Young, saying some shows talk about politics, others talk about politics, and still more discuss politics, but this this is the only show that dares discuss three. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> Dog and Pony Show Audio.